0: Hey, everybody. It's that time again. That's right. Believe Sports Business, Sports Media. Also heard, of course, around the world on Pod Clips. Uh, love to hear from you. You can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. We're taping this September 2nd at about 3.52 afternoon Pacific Daylight Time. His name is Art Source, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans. He now lives in State of Pennsylvania, but lived much of his life in Southern California and played, again, for USC and the Rams and runs Galaxy Sports. And uh, he's got strong opinions. I've got strong opinions. And uh, hopefully you have a strong opinion. Again, email us at sportsfredadale.com, sportsfredadale.com. All right. Giants have just knocked off uh, Milwaukee a few minutes ago, so we're locked in the National League uh, West. Uh, They'll face each other three times over the weekend in the end. Who's going to win the whole thing in the division? Both of them have great records. Right now, Nash, the Dodgers have the best record in baseball. Well, actually, the Giants now tied. So who's going to have the best record in baseball, and who's going to win that division?
1: i got to say the Dodgers at this point, Fred. Bottom line is, Johnny Cueto's going on the shelf for 10 days. Giants have just got done losing four in a row. They pulled a nice game out today. You got to watch it on YouTube. I've only seen one game on YouTube. I actually really enjoyed the announcing crew. It was uh, very refreshing to get a different perspective. But, uh, you know, the most important thing you have to remember is the Giants are playing 10, 12 games over their heads. And now that they're having a couple of things happen injury-wise, you know, the bottom line is the Dodgers are a team that is really, really strong top to bottom. And can you imagine... If Bellinger started hitting, I mean, oh, my God. So, I mean, I I look at it very simply. I think the Dodgers will wind up winning this thing by three or four games. Uh, You know, I see the Giants. I actually see the Giants in Cincinnati in the wild card game, which I think would be really bizarre, especially, you know, if you had to play in candlestick during the day. And, uh, you know, the other thing that's really interesting is the Phillies are starting to make things interesting against Atlanta. Um, they had a huge victory today. Their fifth or sixth in a row. They came down from a six to nothing deficit to beat the Nationals in Washington seven to six. So that was huge.
0: Now, let me ask you a question. You know, the odds are coming back from a six to nothing deficit to, I don't know, in baseball would be one in a hundred or one in a thousand, whatever number you Can want to Can I tell you ask. what
1: they were? I was at the Hollywood casino watching it.
0: Okay, what were the odds at that point?
1: <laughs> 17 to what you could get. That's all. And I actually put, I actually put five bucks on it. All
0: right, the reason I I'm had asking. Okay, but earlier in the week, uh, the Dodgers were down by five, and mm-hmm. they put Justin Turner on the hill. Now the odds of them coming back in one frame, five, are again again one in a thousand, one in I, I don't know what no, they're. You know doing. how you do
1: that? You get three runs, then you get two runs, and you maybe get an extra run in there. You know how that works, Brad.
0: So my point is to save a pitcher or two. Uh, They go with Justin Turner. Any comments?
1: You you told me the other day the Dodgers went through thirty five pitchers this year.
0: I was thirty eight and now it's over forty. But go ahead.
1: Okay, is that counting the guys they throw out there like Turner and Pujols?
0: Well, it's it's counting Turner now because he was a pitcher and actually he went one two three. That's
1: what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Do you really want to? I mean, five nothing, a solo home run, and you're back in the game in baseball, right? The five run rule. I mean.
0: So what are you saying? Know. That you're? Are, are you saying that if you're Dave Roberts? I'm saying Roberts, that
1: Dave Roberts ain't that good a manager.
0: <laughs> do you think he's getting that from above, or do you think that just Dave?
1: Let, let's put it this way: You remember what they used to joke about the great Jerry Tarkadian teams and the and the Johnny Wood teams? All he had to do was roll the basketball out there. Yeah. Basically, with the Dodgers now that Mookie's starting to hit. And I mean, there's just you know. I mean, did you ever think this catcher Barnes would turn out to be what he is?
0: Uh no. On how Thursday. About Taylor?
1: How about Taylor? Taylor's having a. I mean, what a what a, How many positions can Taylor play? Honestly, Fred?
0: everything except pitcher and catcher, I think.
1: I bet he could catch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Taylor was an average player for Seattle. That's all he was. Uh, obviously, Muncie wasn't even an average player for Oakland. Uh, and they found them. But, uh, so, I mean, they've made...
1: Uh, so you're, good- saying, you're saying that the Dodgers, the Dodgers have probably the best developmental teachers of the game? They're pitching coach. They're hitting instructors. The way they're, they're, where they're looking, you think that's part of Friedman's like magic with how well, he did it with Tampa Bay as well?
0: Yeah, but it's also, let's take the opposite side. you got two UCLA pitchers. Uh, last year, of course, after leaving Houston, uh, right. Garrett Cole was a free agent, and yet they didn't sign him. They signed the other guy, and uh, he might be locked up. So they've made good decisions. They've made bad decisions. But uh, I think most people who played with uh, Cole and uh, Bauer at UCLA would uh, like Cole and dislike Bauer, and Bauer, with all his talent, if you think about Arizona, Cleveland, well, you to remember Cincinnati. Remember we talked
1: about earlier this year when we looked at his career ERA, honestly, Fred? His career ERA is right around 3.9, almost 4. Right. So, I mean, yes, he has had moments where he's brilliant and he's probably getting better, but he's not exactly consistent. And like you said, personality-wise, in the clubhouse, I don't think he's an asset. There's a lot of factors that go into this, you know. But more importantly, Fred, you know what this weekend is? It's Labor Day weekend, and it's time for college football. A big right. one tonight in Minnesota.
0: I was going to ask you about USC and San Jose State on the Pac-12 network. San Jose network.
1: State's going to give the Trojans a run for their money.
0: Why? Tell us why. San
1: Jose State has 20 kids returning and a quarterback that threw for, I want to say, 4,000 yards last year. It was the first year in 29 years that San Jose State won a title in any league they were in.
0: So is Chad on the spot this year? Is Chad Helton on the spot this year? Yay or nay? I
1: will will let you know when I leave Notre Dame Stadium in person on October 23rd. Because Uh, uh, that's what I will let you know. If he doesn't beat Notre Dame and or UCLA this year with the recruiting class he had last year, and the fact that he has a a quarterback that's played, I mean, they got everything set up, Fred. They're ready to roll. But you know what? The whole Pac-12 is really better than anybody gives them credit for. You got Chase Garbers at Cal. You got DTR at UCLA. You saw how good they looked in Game One. Now we're going to find out how good they are against LSU Saturday. But I mean, the way I'm trying to look at the Pac-12, Arizona State's tough. I mean. I look at Stanford, you know, Stanford for a point there about five years ago started getting things going, but now they've kind of regressed into, you know, a five, six, seven win team, but Washington is supposed to have a hell of a team. So, I mean, the Pac-12, let's see what happens next week when Oregon ventures in with Kayvon Thibodeau and a great defense and plays Ohio State at Ohio State.
0: You know, something off the cuff, we'll go back to the Pac-12 in a moment, uh, at Georgia, uh, J.T. Daniels, uh, uh, obviously the number one guy out of out of by way of USC. Uh, any comments about that? I mean, between the, uh, what's going on at USC and J.T. Daniels, did they make a mistake, or and that by forcing him basically out, or what do you think?
1: Well, I got to tell you, J.T. Daniels and Keith, Keith and Slovis are great quarterbacks. My problem with the, what SC did is, I was told in my generation that if you got hurt. You don't lose your job. You yes. come back and you yes. get to compete at the highest level. Yeah. They basically they basically told JT that, you know, that was not what was going on. So JT, who formed his senior year at uh, modern day, threw 84 touchdowns, I think his junior year. 84 touchdown passes, Fred. Okay? So <laughs> the, kid, the kid decided, let's see what's going on. He still has an SC logo tattooed on his left cap. <laughs> He's starting he started against Clemson this weekend, you know, number two Clemson versus number five Georgia. But JT, JT Daniels is for real. Speaking of JT Daniels, the last quarterback to forego his senior year. The kid from Texas, Carrollton, Texas, who's the backup at Ohio State, just signed a deal with a autograph firm. Three years for $1.4 million. He's the backup quarterback at Ohio State. How do we get a gig like that, Fred?
0: Uh, if you were kicking now, would a kicker be making any dough?
1: Well, I was pretty good, but I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'd have to get one in from 62 or 63 and really reverse the tables out
0: All right, so UCLA... You know, L- what, was
1: what was a really nice car, Fred, you know, from the dealership down in Newport Beach.
0: All right. Uh, UCLA LSU on Saturday night on uh, Fox uh LSU first game, UCLA 44-10 versus Hawaii uh, last week. But, again, uh, uh, Torrin Robinson did not play all that well. The the running back, Shabba out of Michigan, three touchdowns over 100 yards on the ground. Uh, I like him. Pretty tough running back. But who do you think is going to win here in this game?
1: Well, there's a huge advantage having one game out of the way, especially when you're dealing with a young quarterback like LSU has. Now, let's be honest. Ed Orgeron has – Fifty really great athletes. I mean, if you look at the talent disparity, he's, he's, they have 10% edge there. So I look for this game to be a really nip-and-tuck game. If Dorian Thompson-Robinson plays a little better than he's capable of, UCLA can win.
0: Otherwise, I see
1: 34-27, 38-31 LSU.
0: At this point, uh, Let's see, 11 and 21. The last uh, f- three years in one game uh, is his job on the line. Uh, Kelly's job on the line. Chip Kelly's job on the line.
1: Chip's got a tough schedule this year, but if he can win seven or eight games and show that they're on the right track, based on how he recruited last year, I think he's going to be okay. Plus, they got a real big figure. The pay, the the buyout on Chip is upwards of 15 to 20 million, and you know. You know, the Guerrero <laughs> Athletic Department, which, you know, they have a new athletic director, Jarman, who I think is great. He's going to make a huge difference. But he's still hamstrung by some of the things Guerrero did. All
0: right. Didn't you wager, and I, I, w- I would have wagered, that uh, at this point with uh, Larry Scott out, the uh, Pac-12 network would be on T V. It's not. So I'm not going to be able to watch San Jose State and USC. And other Pac-12 games, and there's four me or five. Me neither,
1: Fred. It's bugging the hell out of me. So I mean, why do you? Be able to just even if I had to pay five ninety nine to watch the game.
0: So why know, do you? Why, why do you think there? Without Scott, who was stubborn, why do you think the new guy uh, had not uh, ha, has not made a deal with Directv and some of the other services?
1: Okay, whether it's Directv, whether it's TBS. There's somebody out there that should play the Pac-12 game of the week and be able to cherry pick 20 games during the year that people are going to want to watch. You know, I mean, let's, I mean, how many reruns can you play on TBS or TNT or what was the station that carried NCAA basketball? True TV or whatever they are. Uh-huh. Ah, there's no reason for them not to have a package put together. None whatsoever.
0: Well, I mean, all they care about is dollars, and uh, I guess there'd be a few extra dollars if they could find somebody to carry it. But again, I thought in Larry Scott's case, he was just being stubborn. He wanted the Pac-12 on the basic network on DirecTV. Now, the ACC's not on the basic network, the Big Ten's not on the basic network, and the SEC's okay. not on the basic network. I gotta, they I they want get, the Pac-12 gotta, on I the, the basic network. All that. Go ahead. What
1: if, what if we did this? What if we said, hey, for 20 bucks a month you get college football unlimited. You name the games you want to watch that weekend. <laughs> okay? Because there's what 38 games on national TV on a normal Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm saying is if we only get one or two, we you know, we should be able to say, "Hey, I want that game. I'm going to pay a la carte on my cable system." 4.99 or 3.99 or whatever you want. Do you want 8.99. If that's what it takes for me to watch my Trojans play San Jose State in the Coliseum, whatever. You know what I mean?
0: Folks, it's a little bit after 4 o'clock on Thursday in an hour, Ohio State battles Michigan. Of course, you're listening uh, to uh, Sports Biz, Sports Media, Believe in pod clips around the world. Um, How many touchdowns will will Ohio State beat Minnesota by in a little bit more than an hour? 45-24
1: 45-24 final.
0: Something like that. I, I agree. I, it's, again, it's, it's it, going to be a real good first half, and then Ohio State will start to, you
1: know,
0: wear them down. All right, so Michigan under Harbaugh has never beaten Ohio State. Uh, it won't be this year either, I don't think. Uh, is that the end of Harbaugh and Michigan? If, let's say they, you know, let's say they go 8-4, and 9-3, and three, something like that, but they can't beat Ohio State. You know, who
1: could beat Ohio State, really? We're talking about that today on ESPN. The reality of it is there's Ohio State, much like Clemson in the ACC, and then there's a couple pre-teams that are really good, North Carolina, Penn State, Wisconsin. You know, you can go down the list a little bit, but the reality of it is if Miami isn't playing great football in the ACC and Florida State's a little bit down, or, you know, you look at, the, uh, you look at Michigan, look at uh, Iowa is a surprising team. Now, Iowa could be something that could give Ohio State a run for their money. They give them a, a great game every time they have to play back in uh, in, in Iowa. And so that, that could be a team that could do something. I was impressed with what Brett Bielema did against Nebraska. Uh, that was, you know, I think Brett Bielema is in his element in the Big Ten plus four as opposed to the SEC. <laughs> I think he understands how to recruit in the Midwest, you know, with his ties to Wisconsin. But it's going to be exciting. I think I think you're going to see an amazing, I don't know how long they can keep four great quarterbacks at Ohio State Fred.
0: All right. Listen, we've got a few minutes to go right here on Believe Sports Business Sports Meeting. I've got, I got to ask you this question. Now, you were a field goal kicker for USC and the Rams. Rams have a punter. Uh, Hecker, who's been there for like a decade, he's an awfully good uh, kicker. But the Rams drafted in the seventh round another kicker that they thought probably would beat him out. So Hecker and, yeah, and, and, uh, Hecker and management make a deal that he's taking less this year, but he's still getting as much down the road. Would you be willing to have done something like that to save your job? I know I would. I think almost anybody. Well, was making, I think
1: he's making He was making $3 million and he went down to, what, two point six.
0: But he's going to get it all at the end anyway. So, I mean, it's just a matter uh, of time. So you would sign move something. Moving
1: right? a little salary cap money around so they could, you know, do some things.
0: Right. So you, yeah, you I believe
1: have... in that. I believe. I think Tom Brady's done it on six or seven occasions in his career. You know, and, and I mean, all they do is defer. Uh, ben Roethlisberger did it this year. They defer some money now and do the Bobby Bonilla. You know, here's about $3 million, which will be worth $10 million 20 years from now. And that makes so much sense to me, Fred. Honestly, I mean, do you need all that money right now?
0: No, it's probably safe. Recurring income for years to come. Again, as you mentioned, the Bobby Bonilla deal. Okay, finally here on Believe Sports Business, Sports Media. uh, Were you shocked at all at the Patriots' move this week, going with the rookie over uh, camera?
1: Well, there's two factors that, that doesn't make it shocking. Number one, it's Cam Newton, and that five-day, whatever they want to call that faux pas that, you know, it was like a false start. We didn't know huh, who, huh. nobody nobody could figure out where he went, what he did for five days. And then he went 31 for 35 in a scrimmage against the Giants because Joe Judge and Belichick are real close. they worked together for many years. And the people said they couldn't believe it. He just was – so, I mean, let's put it this way. Mac Jones has the same offense. Saban and Belichick share pretty much the same playbook. They're best buddies. I don't think Mac Jones had to do any really amazing things. I'll tell you a great story, Fred, real quick. we got a minute. Gordon Adams was an awesome quarterback at Newport Harbor. He went to SC as a walk-on. I gave him a playbook. My, my, my junior year would have been his sophomore year. He studied that playbook. A new coach came in, Paul Hackett. And Paul Hackett thought he was the smartest thing in the history of the world. He knew everything about that playbook within two weeks. Well he'd studied it for two years. Yeah. This is my point. I think I think Mac Jones had the ability to assimilate that playbook. And when when uh, you know when Belichick looked at him and said, Oh my god, are you kidding me? No drama and I have a quarterback that can function? Easy call.
0: All right, finally uh, on this uh, week's version of Believe Sports Business Sports Media, heard on Pod Clips. I have to ask you what's going on at MLB John Smoltz and company. Uh, refused to take the vaccination. So they lighter, uh, Yeah. And they'll be doing the job from home. Uh, they will not be uh, at the studio. Any comments, Art Source, who originally was against the vaccination yourself?
1: Well, in the very beginning I was, but I did the research And I found that I have a six times greater chance of surviving should I get the the COVID-19. And I made a a basic decision based on science. So now for these guys, and and Bob Boone did the same thing today. A 74-year-old ex-all-star catcher in the uh, Nats organization, vice president. He said, rather retire at 73 than have to be mandatorily vaccinated. Well, we're going to go with Roger Goodell's line, Fred. This is very simple. Playing in major league baseball or the NFL is not a right. It's a privilege. And there lies the whole deal. You got to protect other people.
0: And I think it's, again, you're entitled to your opinion, right? I'm not, I'm not saying you, but I'm saying fl- players or Everybody. folks who won't take it. You're entitled to your opinion, but I don't think you're entitled to be so selfish that you're putting others at risk. Uh, if you never leave the house, and I mean never leave the house, you lock yourself uh, in a box, and you have nobody else that you can give the disease to. Okay, don't take it. And if you get it, don't take uh, any of the extra science medicine that might save your life because you don't know what's in that. Yeah, I mean, so. How about wait a
1: minute? How about if how about if you live right next to, to Ventura County, and
0: yeah. in
1: one county you can go in the store without a mask? And right next door, you can't go in the store without a mask.
0: Yeah, and that's me. But they changed it now. Now Ventura County is the same. But for about a month, okay. For about a month, uh, folks, if you, if you missed it, uh, L.A. County, you go into a store, you have to have a mask. Ventura County, I'm two blocks away. You didn't. So we go to Smart and Final in the morning, and you have to wear a mask. And in the afternoon, we're wearing a mask, and nobody at Trader Joe's in Ventura County is wearing a mask. And we don't like it. But that's the way it is. In fact, I think I mentioned this. Uh, uh, one of the uh, cast- so let me ask you a
1: question: at yeah. uh, the Coliseum on Saturday, yeah. are you allowed to sit in the stands? You know, so, I mean, if you're eating, obviously you don't have your mask on. But are you allowed to sit in the stands and and do your thing and cheer for your team without a mask?
0: No, not legally. No, it's L.A. County, so California,
1: Pasadena. California is masked up again,
0: huh? L.A. County is, and and San Francisco is. Not sure about the middle of the state, but San Francisco. I... Francisco.
1: The, is there is San Francisco still here?
0: <laughs> okay, last word from you, uh, Art Source, right here on Believe Sports hey, Business it's Sports Media. Day
1: weekend. Nobody wants a job in America. Hey, look in the mirror. Remember what John F. Kennedy said. That's not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country.
0: And what you can do for this show, folks, is email us at sportsfred at aol Sports for at AO.com And tell everybody about Believe Sports Business, Sports Media. Also heard on uh, pod clips around the world. And Art, we'll talk to you soon. Scott, thank you for putting this podcast together. And we'll see you in 167. Always love it,
1: Fred. And say hi to the guys at the studios.
0: 167 hours from now, we'll do this again if I'm still alive from this foot infection that I have. And uh, we'll see you around the corner, everybody. Bye.